0: I didn't know that when we first got married that, gosh, after we have conflict, we have to come back and connect and talk about what really went on and not to fix it because that's a whole nother process, but just to care about each other's experience, about our feelings and about our hearts.
1: That was Erin Smalley, who joins us today along with her husband, Greg. They were with us on the program last time speaking about how we can resist the drift That can so easily occur in marriage and particularly how conflict can contribute to that drift when we don't manage it well. Thanks for joining us today your host is Focus Africa CEO Graham Schnell and I'm Alison Schnell.
2: Alison we've experienced how conflict can drive a wedge between us and we've also had the benefit of having friends like Greg and Erin and being exposed to so much great content from Focus and learning strategies that have really helped us to resolve conflict in a way that has built rather than destroyed our relationship.
1: Mm, Absolutely. Every couple is going to have conflict. And I'm glad that today's program is going to provide some practical and helpful tools that you can apply to resolve conflict well. And in fact, capitalize on the opportunity that conflict presents to even go to a deeper level in your connection, rather than allowing it to cause you to drift apart. Now let's pick up as you continue your conversation with Greg and Erin Smalley.
2: Well, we had a great conversation last time talking about the drift that will naturally occur in marriage unless we are intentional to resist that drift. And, And particularly when it comes to conflict, which we know is inevitable uh, and actually can even be something that can build into our marriage as long as we manage that conflict well. Uh, And we were speaking about repairing those instances when conflict has arisen. Uh, With us again is Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley. Thanks again for being with us at Focus on the Family Africa.
0: Our pleasure. Yeah,
3: we love it here. Love being with you. We've been
2: touring the country, as we said last time, at just with this tour of events called Resist the Drift, and a thank you again for being available to to travel across the the world to be with us and to share this content that I think is really building into so many marriages. And we finished the conversation last time speaking about a strategy that we can employ when it comes to repairing. A conflict that has arisen in our marriage, and we hinted that it spells out love with an interesting spelling it 's l u uh, v e why don 't you talk us through the strategy and even give us some examples of how this has played out in your own in your own marriage
3: it 's an easy acronym to remember the l stands for listen, so the u is understand the v is validate, and then the e is empathize. And what Aaron and I like about that is that it's actually a process to where as we as we first start talking about something, it feels kind of surface level when we first start listening. But then as we go a little bit deeper to understand, we go deeper then to validate to ultimately we believe that one of the deepest experiences that we can offer our spouse is actually to, to empathize. And what we've experienced over the years is when we actually are intentional and really pay attention. One of us becomes a speaker, the other becomes a listener. When we actually do that, we we get to a really deep place of, of connection, of understanding, and it really has made a difference for us.
0: Mm-hmm. And so often what I see, as I'm working with couples as a counselor, that not many couples actually come back and have this conversation. Yeah. And, you know, it's so important, but so many of us, I didn't know that when we first got married that gosh, after we have conflict, we have to come back Mm -hmm. and connect and talk about what really went on and not to fix it because that's a whole nother process, but just to care about each other's experience, about our feelings and about our hearts.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think Aaron and I really saw the power of doing this, um, sort of accidentally mm-hmm. we were because
0: we didn't know what we were no. doing early on
3: no we hadn't been married very long
0: I <laughs> six think, months yeah
3: i think you had to work
0: i worked as a nurse and was coming home in the middle of the night um, probably about 4 a.m i walked into our little tiny apartment in the pitch black and greg was in seminary i didn't want to wake him up so i didn't turn any lights on that was my first mistake <laughs> And I got to our little bathroom area, got ready for bed and I got to our bedroom door and I was going to kind of find my way to our bed in the dark. But apparently while I was at work, the pathway that I usually take, that well-worn pathway was changed. It was different. (laughs) And I just wasn't (laughs) notified that things were changing as far as the pathway to my bed in my bedroom.
3: So she was gone. I was bored that night And I just remember walking into our our bedroom and just really examining how Aaron had kind of set up and had arranged, you know, the furniture. And and I just thought something about it didn't seem like a good, efficient use of space. I felt like there was a better way to give us a little bit more room. Um, I actually thought that if I moved the bed to a different side of the room, there'd be enough room that we could put a couple chairs there, have a little Conversation nook, whatever, <laughs> and
0: because you love to yeah, right. have those deep heart yes. level conversations. It's very with much coffee, so. staring eye to eye,
3: truly. <laughs> and so I, I did. So I just ended up rearranging the whole bedroom, moved furniture and shelves and decorative stuff, and 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 then looked, you know, kind of stepped back and thought, man, this is perfect. Like this looks really good. Aaron's gonna love this. And so I just turned the light off, thinking that. When she comes home later on, I'll be, you know, I'll see the light go on. I'll kind of surprise her then, and 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 yet it never occurred to me that maybe that she wouldn't and would just kind of try to sneak <laughs> into bed, and not wake me up, which was very sweet. Mm-hmm. So it sure <laughs> enough, she she comes into our room. She she first hits. Like a, a little table thing that I had moved, and and upends it, and knocks a lamp over, and it shatters. She somehow gets stuck in in, in the little table into the legs, and it, it throws her off balance. She ends up kind of ripping skin off of her shin, so she you know screaming out in pain the the is she kind of somehow spins around and falls into the corner of the room which had some decorative stuff that fell over well that knocks off a shelf that that i had moved that Sounds contained like dominoes yeah totally. yes, it, it was, was.
0: <laughs> it was this is in very yeah. slow motion
3: <laughs> and it knocks she had she had some of these glass kind of figurines that that I never understood why they're in our room. They look kind of weird to me. I didn't really like them at all. But they were there. Well, they crashed to the ground. And so all of a sudden, all this noise, someone screaming, glass breaking. I thought that we were being robbed. Yeah, And so I, as I wake up and hear this, I just wanted to get out of the room as quickly as I could and sort of regroup to decide if I needed to fight anybody or whatever was going on. And so I just spring from our bed, forgetting that I've moved it, yeah. and ran right into the wall, almost knocked myself out. Well, all that to say, Aaron finally pops the light on and in. And there she is. And I'm just relieved that it's not a burglar, <laughs> that I don't have to f- wrestle or fight anybody. But it's Aaron. And then I remembered, oh yeah, I was going to surprise her with the new <laughs> arrangement. And so I yelled out, "Surprise!" <laughs> well, let's just say that 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 whole experience didn't go really as I intended and thought it would. There was no real reunion there, because she was, you know, she just looked around and was like, "What? Where am I? Like, what's happened?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look what I did, and and so she's like, well, why why didn't you call me? Like, you should have called me and talked about this. Yeah. And I was, so then I was like, well, it's my room too, and I I, I <laughs> want that went well, yeah. And so <laughs> it was one of those. We just got yeah. into this stupid argument, and it, and it it got to the point to where we were both really frustrated with each other. Probably said some things that weren't super loving. Mm-hmm. I ended up on the couch that night, yeah. with the broken figurines you know (laughs) holding in my my arms as i wept myself to sleep um but but actually it was the next morning when when we stumbled into sort of this method we we probably didn't understand it but what we did though was was really what we want to talk about um you know here i was i was trying to repair things so i made us breakfast and uh and so aaron kind of sat down and and I just simply said you know I I, I, you know you you got really upset last night Um, man I'd love to better understand why and so it kind of launched us right Mm -hmm. into that that conversation I I don't think we understood like oh one of us needs to be the speaker first someone Mm -hmm. needs to be the listener but it's kind of what we did.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's so important when you come back after you do something to decrease the energy that's going on inside. Because when we get into conflict with our spouse, You know, it launches our bodies into a physiological reaction and, you know, lots and lots of energy. So do something to simmer it down inside
3: and then
0: come back for the conversation.
3: Yeah, because, you know, I think for a lot of us, we're taught um, that verse, don't let the sun go down in your anger. Well, I think for a lot of couples, they think that means that we can't let the sun go down on our issue. Yeah, Like that somehow that, that Aaron and I needed to stay up that night. You know, vacuum up the broken glass and (laughs) sit down and, you know, give each other coffee or caffeine so we could stay up to the wee hours of the morning, you know, pushing through that and resolving it. And it's not what that verse says. Actually, that verse is saying, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Yeah. Well, when you're angry, your heart is also closed. Mm. So another way to kind of understand that verse is don't let the sun go down when your heart is closed. Mm. So, again, the, the the wrong thing to do is to try to power through that sort of yeah. argument into the wee hours of the morning.
0: Yeah. It, it never that goes never, well. No, no. Ever
2: particularly when your hearts are right, closed. closed. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. And at two in the morning, we're exhausted, worn yeah. out. You know, I always say, Hey, just tell your spouse, Hey, I love you. I'm committed to you. Let's talk about this in the morning mm. and take some space and simmer it down, but then come back, yeah. come back the next day and say, Hey, when's a good time to have this conversation because it's worth pursuing. And mm. so if someone step into the speaker role mm. and someone step into the listener role. And By identifying these roles, it helps to know what my job is. As the speaker, I am sharing what I'm feeling. And so first and foremost, care about what you're feeling, identify what you're feeling, and then share it using I statements. I feel, I want, I need, I desire. Because when we start pointing the finger and blaming, and you did this, and then you did that, and then did it, you made me feel we'll on and on,
3: arguing
2: it and, just is
0: going to yeah. set you back into the whole um, conflict cycle again, yeah. versus the listener has a different role.
3: We talked about this on, the, on our previous show, that, that this is a place where, as the husband, I can really take leadership here. Yeah. So I can choose to listen to her first so i i can choose to be the listener in Mm -hmm. in seeking to understand her before me being understood and so again that's a great opportunity so i just would challenge the guys hey when we when we need to come back to these conversations lead out in in offer to be the listener first you know as the listener really what i'm trying to do is i'm I'm focused on her, so I'm giving Aaron. So that morning, sitting at breakfast, you know, I'm looking at her, I'm resisting distractions of cell phones and whatever, but I'm really giving her good eye contact. Because I tell you a great question to ask each other is what is it that I'm doing that's evidence that I'm listening? Mm -hmm. Because you would define, right? Like Uh you and I both see that a little differently. Like, well, let me ask you. So, Uh uh, Aaron, so if I'm listening, You know that because what am I doing?
0: Because you will be reflecting back what I'm saying, Hmm. specifically what I'm feeling, because sometimes just a few little times over 30 years, (laughs) I've noticed that sometimes it triggers when I'm sharing what I'm feeling. It triggers stuff within you. And so then. Um, you stop listening and start thinking about. Possibly, you have to tell me if I'm wrong um, about how you're going to defend yourself.
3: Totally. Yes. Um, we call that being a, a speaker and waiting. Yes. So I'm not really listening. I'm I'm preparing thinking yes. like a and I can lawyer. Tell what i'm gonna I say i can tell
0: there. because you're not you're no longer tracking with me and telling me i hear you saying <laughs> yeah I'm like, yeah uh-huh, yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. versus oh i know
3: what uh-huh. i'm gonna say uh, to yes <laughs> and i can tell that's happening <laughs> only had pen and paper yes. <laughs> i could just
0: versus how do you know i'm listening to you
3: um it's easy for you to get distracted mm-hmm. by especially a cell phone <laughs> so i always tell Aaron. I love it when her eyes are on my eyes. Like I just, uh, that I know that she's really listening versus kind of looking around or looking at her phone or, or brushing. Or
0: yes. Because I'm telling, yeah. That's, I'm guessing yeah. Graham could also tell us how he knows when we're listening to him. It's
3: true. We were having a conversation before we started. <laughs> Graham was sharing something. And all of a sudden, Aaron starts looking at her brochure that was in her purse. It was easily. And I'm looking and going, wait, Graham's telling us something. I think we yeah. need easily to distracted. <laughs> so I think that morning just just me and again I was none of this was intentional it's just how it worked mm-hmm. but it was actually the right thing to do so I'm just saying you know Aaron yeah I'd love to better know what happened the the you so that's the listen the you yeah. the understand we simply say just use the phrase help me understand mm-hmm. yeah it's 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 neutral it it conveys I'm I'm being curious so I said to mm-hmm. her that not you know that morning hey Help me to understand because I was in my mind, I was I was really getting involved in our life together and taking an interest even in our bedroom. I thought I was I was doing something that that would be helpful. So so in my mind, I was confused. So I just Mm -hmm. said, you know, help me genuinely help me to understand what Mm -hmm. was going on for you.
0: Yeah. And what Greg didn't know is that when I walked into that room, of course, I didn't turn on any lights because I was trying to honor his sleep. And then when the defensiveness kind of took off and I was standing there bleeding and my figurines were broken, I didn't feel super cared for and felt devalued, maybe invalidated. And I was able to share that that morning of just, that's what was going on for me.
3: And that and that's where the, the, the V, so listen, understand. And now the validation, the V takes us even deeper because validation is when, um, so as Aaron said, you know, I just felt like, you know, I just didn't feel cared for. I felt like you were more interested in debating arguing defending than really listening to to how i felt about my leg being injured or my glass figurines being broken and so so i may have seen that very differently Um, i may not agree with that at all but validation is when i just allow how aaron feels to matter Mm -hmm. but the trick is though i've got to get her talking about her feelings because that's where this is the spot that usually I would get thrown off because it would be, a, it, it, for for a long time in our relationship, it would be a lot of Aaron saying, and then you did this, and then this happened, and then you did, those are all her opinions. Yeah. That's her perspective of how things happen. That's all debatable. Yeah. And that that's not what I'm trying to validate. What I really want to do is to say to her, okay, if all that happened, and I might mm-hmm. be thinking in my mind, and I know it didn't, <laughs> but I don't say that out loud, <laughs> but I say, if that's how this happened, how did that make you feel?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a good um, uh, a good way to present what with for the speaker um, using this grid. It's almost like saying so when blank happened, I felt blank. And what I'd prefer to feel is blank. Yeah. And so when I walked in and uh, I ran into the table and uh, the skis fell over and knocked me on the head and my figurines were broken <laughs> and I noticed there was defensiveness on your side, I felt devalued, uncared for, um, invalidated. And what I prefer to feel is valued and cared for.
3: Hmm. In and so for me to, to validate that, it just means that I'm just trying to repeat back what I hear mm-hmm. her saying. Because, mm-hmm. again, the, the hard part, even as she said it right then and there, yeah. like I remember the story. Like those, so we had this decorative pair of old, like, snow skis. They're real long things. Someone had given to us, you know, we were in the mountains of Colorado, and, and I, those didn't hit her in the head. <laughs> and so, see how like, see how easy like this is. Yeah. Thirty Thinking years ago, I have ago. a scar right here. <laughs> <laughs> but but this is how hard this mm-hmm. can be. Yeah. The, the, it's it's so easy if I pay attention to the words that she's saying. Yeah, in you her hug per- that. yeah. yeah. Then, then I'll go. So it would be very easy for me to say, well, Aaron. Okay, first of all, the skis never hit you in the head. Mm-hmm. And in and, and, and what I end up doing is I I miss the whole point which is how it made her feel yes so again it didn't if the skis hit her in the head or not i can always ask her how did that make you feel mm-hmm. and really focus on that
0: and that's the the key with all of this just the words it keeps us kind of above the water line versus going oh you felt invalidated and devalued mm-hmm. Greg doesn't have to feel the same way about the experiences I did.
3: I have degrees. The agree opportunity with that. Yeah. is
0: for him to step in and validate my feelings. To care
3: about that. Yeah,
0: yeah they're not right, wrong, good, bad. They're just feelings, the yeah. voice of my heart. And so having Greg just say, Gosh, that makes sense that you felt devalued or uncared for. I get it. Yeah. That matters to me. That's a huge gift we can give each other that I would say. The majority of people don't know that that is a gift they can give, even if they have a different experience yeah. or yeah. a different set of feelings about what happened.
3: And then that, you know, the the e, the empathy is just when I allow then how she felt to not just matter, but actually, what would that have felt like for me? Yeah. What if I had had something that mattered to me that Aaron broke on purpose or accident, or whatever and then acted like it wasn't a big deal or defended mm-hmm. herself. I mean, I was able to go, yeah, you know what? That would feel terrible. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, and that level of going, wow, that makes so much sense. I get how that would have felt. You know, you, you came into the room. You were trying to be gracious and not turn <laughs> lights on. You didn't know things had been rearranged, and so you broke lamps and <laughs> hurt your chin, and and your figurines got broken. And and it just gave me a chance to go, and, and that all made you feel what? And that's mm-hmm. when she was able to say, I "Just, I just didn't feel cared for. Yeah. felt like you were more interested yeah. in defending and explaining, mm-hmm. rationalizing, justifying mm-hmm. whatever I did that night yeah. than just to, to go, yeah, I get it. I didn't do it on purpose, but man, you ended up hurt and things mm-hmm. ended up broken. That and that moment, matters to me. And that matters to yes. me and, and you matter to me. And mm-hmm. you can't argue with the emotion. No. You can argue Correct. with the details of what happened, but you can't say, well, you didn't feel that. Right. right. That's how she felt. Mm-hmm. And, and as long as I'm willing to to really embrace that, yeah. that's when sitting there at our little breakfast table, you know, after having the conversation, man, we just we were reconnected. Yeah. So here I'd spent the night on the couch by myself. Yeah. And all of a sudden just from from repairing that by by caring for how she felt and 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 by the way mm-hmm. this this is incomplete if we don't trade places, yeah, so then Aaron said, "Yeah, and tell me what was going on, and I was able to share, I was all excited to I felt there was a better way to do this. Give us a little bit more room, and and she was she did a great job of mm-hmm. of validating kind of my experience of okay. Yeah. So if I hear you right, you were trying to to actually invest into our marriage, and simply mm-hmm. by rearranging
0: in in that e portion when you were sharing for me just stepping into your shoes, going oh, what would it be like if I was trying to do something nice for someone? and it backfired, yeah. and the person ended up mad at me, what would that feel like? Yeah. Well, that must have felt terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And just imparting that to you is, mm. is a gift. And talk about creating safety so hearts are more likely to be open. Mm. This process does that. Yeah. And now granted, there's a whole nother process that we would utilize if there was a decision that needed to be made or a, an adjustment that needed to be made in the relationship. Yeah. For example, I think that morning we agreed upon the rule that if we were going to do something like that, that we would just call the other person.
3: (laughs) That's fair. But
0: that's more of the problem solving. This portion is just caring about how the other person felt because they say when this process occurs, 85% of the time, there's not going to be a problem to be solved, an adjustment to be made. Because when both people feel seen and understood and cared about, wow, Mm. all bets are off. I guess it takes
2: maturity in the relationship And just as an individual to to approach this in that way because I can just imagine so many couples (laughs) not getting this right because they want to get their points across and they're not following this process because it's it's all about really self-satisfaction of I I was right and you Mm -hmm. were wrong. Right. how how do you encourage couples to get to this level of maturity?
0: Well, and it's looking at, do you want to be right in your marriage, or do you want to be connected in your marriage? And uh, I would say all of us, sure, our humanness, we want to be right, but deep inside of us, Mm. deeper even than wanting to be right, is the desire to be connected, because that's how God created us as human beings. Mm. The desire to be connected to that one special person, connected to God first and foremost, but then that other person. Mm. And so what I tell couples when it doesn't go well the first time you come and you try to have that conversation and somebody starts wanting to be right take a break
1: yeah
0: and again go take care of your heart get it back open simmer it down come back again hey can we try that again that didn't go well okay so try it again it doesn't go well take another break (laughs) come back it's worth pursuing because that deep deep connection that happens through this process is worth fighting for
2: Well, this has been so excellent. Again, L-U-V-E, listen, understand, validate, and empathize. I know that so many couples are going to be writing those down and hopefully applying and implementing this in their own repairing. Hopefully they're not driving and listening. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so if you are, just re-listen Remember on it. the app. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Well, Greg and Erin, thanks so much for being with us. Really appreciate it. Thank you.
1: you. Oh,
0: such a pleasure.
1: <laughs> Do you want to be right? in your marriage? Or do you want to be connected in your marriage? I love that challenge from Aaron. Simple but profound. But so important is this reality that deeper even than wanting to be right is a desire to be connected because that's how God created us as human beings. I hope that you've been inspired today to LUVE your spouse and really work on that connection even in resolving a conflict situation. If you need help in this area, please give us a call and speak to one of our caring Christian counselors. They would count it a privilege to speak with you if you're struggling in your marriage. They'll listen to you, pray with you, and offer some insight on how you can move forward. Call 031-716-3300 or log on to safamily.co.za and click on the counseling link. Let me also encourage you to get a copy of Greg and Aaron's book, Reconnected, moving from roommates to soulmates in marriage. Whether you've been married for six years or six decades, you may wake up one day to discover that the person sleeping next to you has become a stranger. This book will help you take your marriage from surviving to thriving. You can get your copy of Reconnected when you call us on 031-716-3300 or when you visit our website at safamily.co.za. I'm so glad you could join us today. I'm Alison Schnell for Focus on the Family Africa, inviting you back next time when we'll... As always, help you and your family thrive in Christ.